0: Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Tzav Shishi, the sixth Aliyah in Pashas Tzav. The topic of our Aliyah is the last slaughtering. So now, if you remember, we've just heard about the slaughtering of the, the shechting of the Par HaKhatas, the bull, which was a sin offering, and the first Ail HaOla, the first Ram. Now we hear about the Ail HaSheni, the second Ram, which is a part of the inauguration ceremony. Remember, this is done for seven days in a row at the inauguration of the Mishkan. And what we hear is that Aaron and his children do both do smicha on this, and they shechted. Moshe shechts this korban, and he takes its blood. And what he does with the second ram is he takes its blood and he places it on the um, on the the hands, the right the right thumb, the right toes of the of the Quran, and he brings them all close, and he places it on their ears. On their hands, on their feet, to 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 uh, to make them, this as part of the inauguration of the of the coin. And We discussed this a little bit in Tzavi, Why the why is it the why is it the hands? Why is it the ears? We discussed a few of the details there, but in the meantime, then he takes the Khelev and the alias, he takes the parts of this korban, um, and he, he p- puts it all together, the shokay and he uh, then takes the basket of Matzois, and uh, out of that he takes one rakik, one chala and uh, he puts it on the Shokayamin yamin, on this on this the flat this left, uh, there's this right-handed, um, you know, thigh, um, and um, he places this all on the hands of Aaron and his children, and he does a tenufa, which means a waving. In front of Hashem, we discuss this again in Tzatzaveh as to what this means as well. Um, and then he burns it all on the Mizbeach. it is an Ola, it is a burnt offering as well. And then Moshe Rabbeinu then waves the z'chazeh. the this is the chest, the meat of the of the korban um, from the El Amirium. and it was to Moshe as his portion because Moshe is acting as the priest, Moshe is acting as the coin right now as he is leading it for that, um, uh, le- leading it for Aaron in the meantime while he's being o- inaugurated. Um, our aliyah runs from Perek Ches beis, to Chav Tes, which is a sum total again of eight sukkim. So let's take a few questions. The main question that we're going to focus on here actually relates to a, a aspect of cantillation. That means the trap, the way that this aliyah is actually read. So as we know there are words in the Torah, um, there are no nekudos. That means to say that when you look at a Sefer Torah, there are no um, vowelization. Of the different words, that already is an interpretation, um, and there's no trop, there's no cancellation, which is essentially the indicators of how the tune works when it comes to this. So, um, the, in, in Aralia, we have a very unique, um, actually, note which is used in pasuk Chavkima at the very beginning, and it is called a Shal Shales, which literally means a chain. The way it reads, it only appears four times in the Torah, but the way it reads over here is. So it goes up, and it goes down, and it goes up, and it goes down, and it goes up, and it goes down. It goes it goes down. So w- unusual. Why is this? Why is this here as well? So there are numerous different reasons as to why it is over here. And that one of the reasons is, is that actually this is, in a, from the perspective of the logic of cantillation, it is worthwhile knowing there's a uh, um, there, there is a, a number of suggestions which are made about this. Um, and that is is that our the first one, in this Aliyah, or this Idhis Pasuk, here in Pasuk Khav Gimel actually is a word which stands by itself, meaning to say. It's not that it is, you know, a phrase which has a we'll call it introduction word leading to the end of it's this phrase. It is a phrase with one word. Usually when you have a phrase which, of, which is of multiple words, you'll have something before then which is called a zarqa, which is a, a sort of inter, a, a, a interleading note which sort of allows the cadence to reach its crescendo um, at the end of this little uh, semibreve or this, or, this, um, or this phrase. Here we do not have that. It's almost as if the word vayishkat stands by itself. And when that happens, when this anomaly occurs, it has a shal to indicate that this phrase is only a one word phrase, phrase, which is why this explains the other places in the Torah as well, where this occurs, that it is a word which is its own phrase. That's perhaps one explanation. However, there is another explanation, the time it occurred, that Rav Chaim Kanievsky in his commentary on the Torah um, suggests, and that is, is it's to indicate that this process took longer. Why? Why is that a necessary? Because he says that if you look at the, um, the, the sacrifices right over here, we have three sacrifices. There's the par, which is the schatas. There is the olah, the first el uh, uh, and the second one. What is unique about the second el hamilu'im, this ram of the inauguration, is that it is, its blood is used to put on, as part of the inauguration, on Aaron and his children. That being the case, you need to collect a significant amount of blood in order to be able to do this. So therefore the shchita itself, the slaughtering was done slower, it was done more carefully in order to be able to facilitate the collection of more blood. Therefore the note is to, is to indicate Va To indicate in the way that we actually hear it, that it was done slowly. That's what Rokhami Kaniyasi explains as well. Um, it also could be there's a, a sefer called Torav Adas, which emphases, which explains that this is to emphasize that the main korban of the Miluim was this uh, this last uh, this last korban, not the khatas and the ola which came beforehand. Okay, so it's to emphasize that this korban was the main one, not the ones which follow it as well. Another possibility as well. So it's the emphasis. So we've seen three explanations. One is from the perspective of cantillation. It is a phrase which is only one word. Raukhaim Karniewski who explains that it's to indicate it took longer and perhaps the time of uh, the Torah, Torah Vidas, to explain that it is the emphasized. It's the main focus of all these carbonus However, there's another explanation which is yielded by uh, the the Ibn Kaspi. Rav Ibn Kaspi said, said, has a commentary on the Torah in which he says that this, whenever you see a shal shellis, it indicates, it indicates a level of oscillation in the emotion, which means to say there is an there is a there's a backwards and forwards in the person who is ex- doing this actions um, emotional equilibrium. It's going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards, which is what their note seems to indicate as well. So if you go back to the, there are four which are found in the Torah. The first is to be found um, when it describes um, well, there, there, there are a few of them, but um, when it describes that lot, um, I mean, imperatorious pergiotes lot was um, was trying to leave the city of Sodom, but it, it describes how he was tarrying; he was um, he was not going, and the angels had to pull him out. There is where one of the shallshelleses occur. The reason for that is, is over there is because part of what he was conflicted about was, on the one hand, it was his all his investments, his name, his town. His, uh, all his wealth, everything was behind him. Should he leave all of that to destruction? If he leaves it and there's no destruction, people are going to take it. And therefore he is conflicted, at which point in time the angels need to um, pull him out while he is tarrying. That is his, his what we'll call a conflict there. Then we get to the second one, which is in Pere in Boratius, that's when Eliezer reaches the well and he's trying to find the right um, person to marry his master's d- um, son. So he's looking and he is uh, praying to Hashem and he is uh, doubting to God that he should find the right person. And it describes over there, there is this... Um, there is this this Sheles over there. Why is that? So it's it's to, as Rashi points out earlier on is that Eliezer had his own daughter. He really wanted his daughter to marry Yitzchak. He was the most trusted servant of Avraham. Avraham had said, well, not really. We don't have the right lineage for the two families to come together. You should go find somebody from Yitzchak, and if not, then you can perhaps then then we can reconsider. And that being the case, Eliezer is on the one hand trying to fulfill his dear master's bidding by finding the right person. With the other hand, it's painful to him because he knows that in the day, of the day, if he does succeed in that, he will ultimately not be able to have his daughter married to Yitzhak. So there's this conflict in him of himself. The third case is where Yosef is in the house of Potiphar in Parak Lamentes in Berachus, in which we hear that he is vayimal ein, um, and on the word of his refusal for the um, for for the intimate bids made by Mrs. Potiphar, he refuses, and the and what's going through his mind is the struggle, the moral struggle. He's been rejected. He's been nobody, nobody had wanted him. His family's re- sold him down the river. Should he really hold up to the moral principles of his family? And nobody will really know. And this is his, his wife's mistress. Why, why should he? But on the other hand, it's immoral. That struggle is what's indicated in the Shal Here in Aradia, it's curious because what struggle does it seem to be that Moshe Rabbeinu is shechting a karban after all? He's just shechting a karban. And perhaps what the idea over here would be is, is that Moshe Rabbeinu knew that this is the last karban he is shechting as a coin as a priest because up to this point in time he is the surrogate priest because Aaron is not yet the priest but comes the time after the millennium, after he has now sanctified Aaron and his children at that point in time Aaron will now become the coin and Moshe Rabbeinu will no longer have the privileges of shekhting the korbanos like he did like being the facilitator and to him that's a struggle that's the last shalsheles over here which is in our aliyah with this we conclude the sixth aliyah in the meantime have a wonderful and meaningful day